0: Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome into the podcast. A lot to catch up on. It was Selection Sunday. Yesterday, BYU will be a sixth seed in the upcoming NCAA men's basketball tournament. We'll examine their matchup potentially against either UCLA or Michigan State ahead on today's show, as well as catching up on everything else going on in BYU sports news. A huge day today for the men's and women's cross-country programs. They are competing for national titles. The men's team in particular trying to go back-to-back as national champions. So a lot to get to on a Monday edition of the show. Our title sponsor today is our good friends over at Bilt Bar. Go to builtbar.com, Use the promo code Locked On 20 for 20% off your next order. We'll tell you a little bit more about them and their bracket challenge they've got going on a little later on in today's show. All right, there you go. The rundown of where we're going here on a Monday. Plenty to catch up on, so let's waste no more time and have some fun. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for March 15th. Fifteenth, twenty twenty one. What's up, everybody? I'm Jay Catch, your host here of Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Thank you for joining us on the Monday edition of this show. Let's kick off the week right and make sure, if you haven't done so already, to hit that follow or subscribe button so that way you never miss an episode as we talk about the Cougars each and every day. I know I sound like a broken record talking about that, but you guys and your support by doing that has been a massive, massive lift in the last few weeks of our download numbers, etc. So, Big thank you for your support of the podcast, as always. Getting going here on a Monday. Let's start off with this. Congratulations to Mark Pope and his squad. The BYU men's basketball program is headed for Indiana today. They will prepare to take on the winner of UCLA slash Michigan State, who will play in the first four this coming Thursday night. And then on Saturday night, you will see the Cougars taking on the winner of that first four game between the Bruins and and the Spartans and folks, It has been a year plus in the making. You all recall just about this time last year, everything seemingly in the sports world was cancelled. The NBA, the men's and women's basketball tournaments from the NCAA, baseball, everything just was shut down. It is incredible to think how far we have come in a year. I know we're still in the middle of this pandemic, but it appears we're on the back side of it, and the good news is is we are going to have March Madness this year. That is what we should be celebrating. We should be celebrating the fact that the BYU Men men's basketball program is boarding a plane today they are headed to indiana they'll be ready to play saturday night 7 40 p.m mountain time on cbs squaring off against either ucla and michigan state talk about a massive massive platform for the cougars funny enough they will be the third to last game of the first round of the ncaa men's basketball tournament but you know what I couldn't be more excited to watch the Cougars playing. I know Mark Pope and his team are ecstatic about the opportunity to be in the big dance once again this year. That team last year was all systems go. It looked like they were capable of making a deep run in the NCAA NCAA men's basketball tournament. and I think that will go down as one of the great what-ifs in BYU men's basketball history. Alongside the 2011 team, if Brandon Davies had not been suspended, But nonetheless... Just a year later, BYU's back. A very different looking team, but nonetheless a team that I think believe is capable of making a run if they get the right bounces. They have to prove that their offense can travel with them. This is a program, speaking of Mark Pope's squad, that has built itself on tenacious defense and the ability just to grind opponents and really just win games by overwhelming them with their overwhelming depth. That's been a big thing, but now you're playing on the road, you're playing in Indiana, you're going to be stuck in hotel rooms when you're not practicing and or playing you've got to be ready to go and I do wonder by the way just a little bit of a tangent here how much the bubble format that we're going to be dealing with essentially these players speaking of BYU and every other program in this tournament they're flying to Indiana they have to be quarantined I believe for 24 straight hours without contact with anybody else in their own hotel rooms and then after that Outside of going to practice and or playing in a game, you are stuck in your hotel room getting tested and having to pass the time that way. I do wonder how it's going to go uh, with some of these teams. Will the players be able to kind of battle the fatigue, the boredom, uh, just the, I don't know. I, isolation is not good for anybody. We all I think we're all well aware of this right now amidst this pandemic, but I do wonder, this will be a little bit of a case study of how the bubble format can affect college athletes who have to deal with school and all the different things that are going on. But in addition to that, be stuck in a hotel room and then go perform on the highest or the biggest stage they potentially will ever play on in their life. So, Pretty interesting situation all the way around, but I just want to celebrate the fact that we're having the men's basketball tournament. I couldn't be more excited. I was so disappointed a year ago when all the sports that I loved and cared about were shut down. I was glad to see football came back in a meaningful way, especially with the BYU football program playing out twelve game uh, a 12-game season this past fall, and the good news is, is we made it through a college basketball season that I thought some people at the outset of it felt like was doomed to fail. I am so glad that they were wrong about that. I know there were hiccups and bumps and all kinds of issues along the way, but I am very, very excited to see the Cougars speaking of the men's basketball program in the NCAA tournament. Uh, Coming up here in just a minute, we'll take more of an in-depth look at what you guys think of the matchup against UCLA and Michigan State and also some early thoughts on both of those programs. But in addition to the men's basketball program, we're awaiting today, Selection Monday, with regards to the women's program program. Some of you may hear this by the time that that selection show takes place BYU could find themselves on the outside looking in when it comes to the NCAA Women's Basketball Tournament but I am hoping they get the same treatment that Utah State got on the men's side of things because Utah State, a lot of people out there felt like the U- the Utah State Men's Basketball Program was an outsider looking in when it came to the NCAA Tournament and then surprisingly enough they earned an 11 seed and didn't even have to play in a play-in game so I'm hoping that the NCAA AA women's selection committee sees BYU women's basketball as a team that is deserving of making the tournament because they absolutely are. Shaylee Gonzalez, Paisley Johnson, Harding, uh, Lauren Gustin, just all the different players on this squad, they deserve the opportunity to show what they can do on the biggest stage. It's not their fault that they play in the West Coast Conference. That just happens to be their affiliation. And I thought for the most part, this team acquitted itself quite well amidst all the issues they had. They had multiple hiccups and burps with regards to COVID-19 along the way, and They deserve to be in the tournament. So the good news is, the men's team is in. They're headed to Indiana today to quarantine and get ready for that matchup Saturday night. The women's team, I'm hopeful, fingers crossed, as of recording, they do make the field. We'll react to whatever happens with regards to that on tomorrow's Tuesday's podcast. and let you know my thoughts on that, whether I'm irate at the NCAA or I'm just disappointed. We'll see what my emotions are at that point, but nonetheless... I am of the belief that both the men's and women's basketball program should be in the big dance. We are one of two so far with the men's team in there and looking forward to seeing Mark Pope and his boys on CBS. That big CBS, by the way, folks, the big one. The -the over-the-air CBS, yeah, that's what they're going to be on on Saturday night. It helps when, of course, UCLA and or uh, Michigan State is your opponent. But nonetheless, looking forward to it all the same. All right, coming up here in just a moment, we'll take more of a deep dive on your guys' thoughts on the matchup for the Cougars on Saturday night, as well as a look, an early look, at both the Bruins and the Spartans that's all coming momentarily. Today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends over at Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom folks. Blue Chew is a unique online service you've heard that online that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. It's an online prescription service so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations and no waiting in line at the pharmacy and it ships directly to your door in a discreet package you guys the process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com consult with one of their licensed medical providers and once you're approved you'll receive your pre- prescription within days the best part once again it's all done online. So check it out guys. If you could benefit from extra confidence for when it's time to perform, visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And of course, we've got a special offer for our listeners. Try bluechew free. And when you use our promo code locked on at checkout, that's one word locked on, just pay $5 in shipping. That's bluechew.com promo code locked on and receive your first month free. And we thank bluechew for sponsoring the Locked On Cougars podcast. Folks, as we've been talking about, it is March Madness, plenty of basketball action, you'll be watching that all weekend long. Well, if you want to put some money on the bets on the games this weekend, well, I want to encourage you guys to do it with our friends at Bet Online. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. NBA action, NHL, baseball is on its way. If you watch award shows, reality TV, they even got odds and props for those as well. They've got you covered, guys. Almost anything you can imagine, Bet online has got it for you. They've got you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets. And by the way, it's free Free to sign up. All you do is go to betonline.ag, sign up for that free account, and by the way, you can get a 50% welcome bonus by using the promo code LOCKED ON when you stop by. Once again, make that first deposit, use the promo code LOCKED ON, and get a 50% welcome bonus. Guys, if you want to put the money where your mouth is when it comes to the first round matchups this weekend, you've got the inside edge on guessing all of these winners and having your bracket look sterling. Well, Put some money on it and make some money. And do it with our friends at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Guys, the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament is here, and that means bracket challenges. Of course, we have got one right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Join our Locked On Listener Bracket Challenge on ESPN. Submit your March Madness picks. Beat your favorite host, including yours truly. And if you win, you'll get a guest appearance on Locked On Today, our daily news podcast. Think about that. You can be famous. The link to join is in the show notes of this episode. Check it out now and get your picks in today. All right, folks, it is your time to have your say on the matchup for the Coors this coming Saturday night, whether it is the UCLA Bruins or the Michigan State Spartans. We're going to let you guys sound off on this. I put it out on Twitter last night asking for your guys' reaction to the matchup and let's start off with jake lee jake rex lee says i want ucla it seems like michigan state has a better defense and is playing better over the last few weeks well they have beaten five top five teams in the last three weeks you're right there on that jake considering byu's offensive issues i'd rather see ucla team even though they probably are better on offense than michigan state very interesting take there jake because i actually agree with you i think ucla Maybe has a better overall offense or more balanced office offense is what I'm trying to say. But I think BYU's got an opportunity to score a lot of points on UCLA. They come into this tournament having lost their last four games. This is not a team that is coming in on a high note. I know UCLA had kind of that mid to late season surge up the standings in the Pac-12. Thought so they might have a chance at winning the tournament. Well, winning the Pac-12, regular season title in the tournament, and then just went on a just a complete slide down the stretch. And it gives BYU an opportunity. Our good friend Blair Reddit Red Coach, says, "Let's go!" Sending me a GIF, just saying, "I just want to play." Uh, Sean Larson, you say BYU will play Michigan and or UCLA. Explain to me the scenario where it is and. I'm pretty sure they only play one of them. Sean, you did not read my original tweet clearly enough, so I'll be clarify for you. I asked, "Let me know the matchup of what you like about facing either team." So, if that hopefully that clears that up for you, Sean. I uh, also Rob N at Natron 17 sends me a gif of Jimmy Fallon saying, yes, he's just ready to go. Brandon Jensen sends one from the office with Steve Carell saying, everybody stay calm. Everybody stay calm. It's not a bad point. And then finally, uh, it's like K-Town Cougar fan, by the way, for Brandon. And then Rob was at Natron 17. If I didn't get those two in. And then additionally, rural Utah sports sends in, it's actually the MSU Spartans presented by rocket mortgage. That is actually a very good point. They did have a naming rights deal put on their, uh, Put on themselves. So, yes, they are the Michigan State Spartans presented by Rocket Mortgage. I wonder if they'll introduce themselves as that in the NCAA tournament. But I can guarantee you this. NCAA, they are so... Like just over the top about their branding. You can't have certain cups. Water bottles can't have labels on them. They're pretty nutso when it comes to the NCAA tournament. So I don't think you'll necessarily have that problem. And I do not think the Michigan State Spartans will be called the Michigan State Spartans, brought to you by Rocket Mortgage, at least in this NCAA tournament. Going forward, all bets are off. But nonetheless, looking forward to it. So now let's take a little closer look at what to expect from UCLA and Michigan State. I can tell you this much. It's contrasting in different styles in my opinion looking at these two teams kind of my first look when I looked into UCLA as well as Michigan State uh, UCLA if you go by the Ken Palm ratings they are number 44 in the country the net ratings had them at number 46 Michigan State 56th in Ken Palm 70th in the net so if you just go by the rankings well obviously the UCLA is the UCLA is the better team they finished the year 17-9 4th place in the Pac-12 as I mentioned they were on a 4 game losing streak to finish out the season. Uh, they don't play very quickly. This would be a game that BYU would have to be very judicious with their efficiency, considering UCLA just plays a very slow, methodical style. They're pretty efficient, though. Uh, despite playing that slowly, they don't turn it over a lot. But in addition, they don't turn other teams over a lot. They don't get a lot of turnover. So BYU would have an opportunity, I think, in this game to hold onto the ball and score baskets. I also believe that UCLA, in my personal opinion, is a team that. BYU could beat up on the interior. Guys like Matt Harms and Richard Harwood, Kobe Lee to a lesser degree, I think would actually have a lot of success on the inside against the Bruins. Uh, the Bruins have a big lineup in, like, if you look at just overall roster, they have guys who stand 6'9", 6'10", etc. But they just do not protect the rim well. And that's why I think BYU could have a lot of success on the interior. And we all know, we have a season's worth of evidence at this point. The BYU's three-point shooting is about a streak he is anything. So having the advantage on the interior and being able to score points at the bucket would be a very, very good thing for the Cougars. Uh, UCLA is led by Johnny Judzang, who uh, averages 14 points per game. Very good player. He's six foot six. Uh, Gideon George would be hard-pressed to slow him down. Caleb Lohner and the like on the wing there. But yes, UCLA, yeah, they're not exactly a defensive juggernaut. They're very methodical on offense. Mick Cronin probably wants to bust a blood vessel every time he's out there on the court. Cause he just looks like he is uptight at all times, but nonetheless, that's a thought on UCLA. So if you want a team, that's going to be very slow, methodical, it's going to be a slow game, a low scoring game where you're scoring buckets and you have to make sure you take advantage of the limited possessions you have. Well, that's the UCLA matchup, Michigan state, uh, they're an interesting matchup because, as I said, they beat uh, Michigan and Illinois this season. They've beaten five top five teams in the last three weeks, like top five ranked teams. Illinois among those, Michigan among them. Uh, was it Ohio State? Yes, I think it was Ohio State who they also beat, but. This is a team that is very hot and cold. They got pretty good down the stretch of the season to get themselves back onto the bubble and obviously now playing in this play-in game. They're 15-12 on the season, and this is not your typical Tom Izzo team. I do know that Izzo, of course, when it comes to March, Michigan State is just such a tough out, but the strength for Michigan State is their defense. They don't allow a lot of three-point attempts. They defend well. They make sure that you work for every bucket you get, and that could be a problem for BYU. Uh, Michigan State on offense, though, BYU should be able to slow them down because I really think that they have an opportunity to just make life miserable for the Spartans. Aaron Henry is their leading scorer, averaging 15.3 points per game. Uh, he's, not, he's not a big-time scorer, but he's averaging double digits in points. He's 6'6". Uh, he likes to work from the interior. He's not a guy who's going to bombs away from the three. He does a lot of his work, uh, kind of that mid-range and on the block. So a guy like Gideon George would have an opportunity, I think, to lock him up. I think that Gideon George, against either Jude Zhang or uh, Aaron Henry, would have his work cut out for him to slow down those two. But that actually kind of plays to BYU Strength in a way, because in my opinion, I think Gideon George is a fantastic, fantastic perimeter defender. If you tell him to go out there and bottle either Johnny Jude Jude Zhang up or Aaron Henry, Well, that's actually probably a recipe for success in some ways for BYU. I think also guys like Caleb Lohner have that opportunity. Uh, I think that they could have some have some success in that but I also believe that Michigan State could make BYU's life much tougher on the defensive side just because they are so good at defending the perimeter and just making you work for everything you get so just looking at these two my gut reaction is you probably want UCLA considering they have had the worst stretch coming in to the tournament here but Michigan State have been really hot and cold all year long but I am wary that it is Tom Izzo like we're talking about uh, Izzo, like he is a wizard when it comes to March Madness. The Michigan State Spartans just do crazy things when it comes to March. So I would like to see UCLA, but I obviously would understand if Michigan State wins this game, considering they're a little more battle tested, have won some bigger games down the final stretch run of this season, but. Man, two of the blue blogs. These are two programs who have national championship pedigree when it comes to the men's and men's basketball tournament. And BYU would have the work cut out for them, but I think that Mark Pope has this squad believing they can do anything. And that should, I think, benefit BYU, which is the fact that they're going to go into this tournament with a lot of confidence. Have they played top-level competition like Michigan State? No, probably not game in and game out, but I'll tell you this much. BYU earned a 6 seed because the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament Committee believes that the Cougars are very good. I think BYU is a much more balanced team than either of these opponents, whether it's UCLA or Michigan State, it seems like UCLA is more of the offensive-minded team, whereas Michigan State's more of the defensive-minded team, and their their ratings on the other side of the ball are off. BYU is much more balanced on both th- both sides, and I actually believe BYU should be favored regardless of who they face. But if I had to pick my opponent. I would pick UCLA and Mick Cronin rather than going with Izzo and Michigan State. But nonetheless, we'll have to wait for Thursday night. By the way, that game between the Spartans and the Bruins, it will tip off at 8 o'clock Mountain Time if you're looking forward. It's the last of the play-in games, the four play-in games on Thursday. And obviously, then whoever wins that game advances to Saturday night to face off against the Cougars there at Hinkle Fieldhouse in, at, on the University of Butler campus. All right, we'll catch up on everything else going on with BYU Sports News coming up here momentarily, a huge day ahead for the men's and women's cross country programs. We'll touch on that momentarily as well as catching up on some of the news and notes involving BYU from the weekend that was and looking ahead to the rest of this week. That's all coming up here in just moments. Today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends over at Built Bar, guys. Of course, Built Bar, we've talked to you guys about this. They are the best tasting protein bars on the market. We've been doing that for a long time. But they are the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all their bars, but it is now your guys' opportunity to help us find out which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar Madness. Of course, they've been going through this bracket. We did it all last week. We are now into the Sweet 16, and today we have Toffee Almond against Mint Brownie. And I got to say, Mint Brownie, if you, by the way, if you guys have been to the BYU Creamery, you've had those Mint Brownie, the BYU Catering Mint Brownie, uh, squares that they have at seemingly every event that BYU ever has. Tell you what, Built Bar—they taste as good, if not better, than those. So if you like mint brownies, check it out. That's Built Bar, uh, BuiltBar.com. You can order those as well as a number of other flavors. Twenty and all, if I recall correctly, at last count. But they're always offering new flavors all of the time. Take advantage of it. Make sure you cast your vote. By the way, go into BuiltBar.com or following them on Twitter at bar underscore built. Cast your vote now. Let them know what you think of this matchup in the Sweet 16: toffee almond against mint brownie. I'm going to pick mint brownie, but I could see toffee almond advancing as well. But you guys have your opportunity to have your say, and in addition to that, you guys can save some significant money on your next order of built bars and all you got to use is, all you got to do is use the promo code lockedon20 when you go to builtbar.com so go there cast your vote for built Bar madness make sure you have your say every single day and while you're there use the promo code lockedon20 for 20% off your next order we absolutely love these built bars i endorse them 110% i want you guys to check it out so once again that's builtbar.com builtbar madness and lockedon20 for 20% off your next order of built bars Alright folks, running down the other news, you need to know if you're a BYU fan today on a Monday. Let's start off with this. Congratulations to Drew Brees on a long, distinguished career in the NFL, but it appears it is Taysom time in New Orleans, or is it? Well, Taysom Hill yesterday was announced that he signed a four-year, $140 million contract By the way, all four years of it are voidable, so it actually helps the Saints avoid salary cap issues this year. But if Taysom is capable of earning that much money on his contract, man, he's going to be a very rich man in very short order. Uh, They've said all along that Taysom is more than capable of being a quarterback, speaking of Sean Payton and the Saints. We'll see if their bet on him is right on. Uh, It's really cool to see him get that big time deal. But like I said, it's all kind of a, it's a ploy to make sure they can stay under the salary cap this year. Uh, It's just a weird deal, but just on the metrics of it, four years, $140 million. That's actually a fantastic deal if you're Taysom Hill and very excited for that young man. He's making good on the bet on himself uh, coming out of BYU. Obviously, as a guy who was an undrafted free agent, to have a guy like Sean, Peyton, who's one of the foremost minds when it comes to quarterbacking and playing offense at the NFL level. Man, there's some, some excitement when it comes uh, to this. And we'll see if Taysom ultimately is the man there in New Orleans. But it appears that they believe he is. It's a matter of him going out and now proving it and getting his opportunity to do so. But congratulations to Taysom. And by the way, just a uh, happy trails to Drew Brees. One of the great all-time careers of a quarterback in the NFL. He's done a lot of good things. 15 years there in New Orleans, 20 years overall. Just incredible. So congratulations to him. Now on to some other BYU news closer to home. The men's and women's cross-country programs are competing in the 2020 uh, NCAA cross-country championships. Yes, you heard 2020. Obviously, their season is normally during the fall, so it has been moved to the spring. It's still the 2020 championships. The 2021 championships will be this fall. Uh, take place today at the OSU. Speaking of Oklahoma State cross-country course in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Looking forward to this. The women's 6K will begin at At 10.50 a.m. Mountain Time, men's 10K will be at 11.40 Mountain Time. You can watch live coverage on ESPNU or the ESPN app. It'll start at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time, and obviously they'll have links to it on the BYU Cougars website. The men's uh, program is looking uh, to repeat as national champions. They enter the meet as the number one ranked team in the most recent uh, U.S. track and field and cross-country coaches association national poll. They won the first national championship in 2019, looking to defend their titles. They make their 22nd consecutive appearance at the championship meet. The women's team is no slouch either. They're ranked number 2 in those same rankings. They were the national runner-up runners-up in 2019. That marked their fourth consecutive top 12 finish at the championships. It's the sixth straight season the women's team has been qualified for the national meet. How fantastic would it be to be on the podcast here tomorrow and have two national championships. But we'll have to wait and see how it shakes out. But looking forward to the men's and women's teams showing their best at the cross country championships and then in Congratulations to the Women's Distance Medley Relay Team. They won the national title with a record-breaking performance in Fayetteville, Arkansas, at the NCAA Indoor Track and Field Championships. This happened on Friday. Uh, Olivia Hoge-Simister, Senior Elite, Alana Ellsworth, Sorin... Senior Lauren Ellsworth-Barnes and then senior Courtney Wayman all ran that race together. It's different distances. That's why it's the distance medley relay. Of course, they won it sixth fastest time in NCAA history. Almost one full second faster than the previous school record set last year. Congratulations to all four of those women on winning that national championship. And then Courtney Wayman followed that up just a day later getting her second victory at the NCAA Indoor Championships. She uh, won the national championship in the 3,000 meters. Congratulations to her. Absolutely fantastic to see her win that. Uh, She did her time was 9 minutes, 1.47 seconds. So congratulations on the back-to-back national championships, both Friday and Saturday night for Courtney Wayman, a pretty fantastic showing for her individually there at the NCAA Women's Indoor Championships, the NCAA Championships overall. Pretty fun to see all these athletes getting their opportunity on the biggest stage and making good on their seasons. And congratulations once again to all involved with that. All right, that's going to do it for this Monday edition of the show. Hope you guys are all doing well, by the way. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Had a lot of fun. Uh, obviously, we are going to be looking forward to BYU football, continuing on a spring ball. They'll have media availability later on this evening. We'll have more interviews with you guys. If you guys missed Friday's edition of the show, had a fantastic one-on-one conversation with BYU offensive line coach Daryl Funk. If you want to go back and listen to that, I would encourage you to do so. Gives a little bit more of a background on who he is as a coach, what he expects from his unit uh, going into the upcoming season, a whole bunch of information there. So go back and listen to that if you haven't done so already. And by the way, we'll continue to have players and coaches on throughout the rest of spring ball and looking on towards the summer and obviously the upcoming 2021 season as usual. By the way, make sure to follow the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at LockedOnCougars love hearing from you guys you can email the show anytime by the way by emailing us LockedOnBYU at gmail.com and you guys can have your say in both formats love hearing from you guys and getting your insights on everything going on with the BYU men's and women's athletic programs overall football basketball and everywhere in between all right that's going to do it another blabbing from me hope you guys have a great day whenever you hear this this has been the locked on cougars podcast for march 15th 2021 and we will talk to you guys tomorrow